So we're holding by Perik Yedalit, Pasuk Lamates. We learned previously that Shaul consults the Urim Betumim whether he should chase after, continuing to chase after the Plishtim. And the Urim Betumim does not respond, which leads Shaul to believe that somebody is responsible for an Avera. So Shaul wants to figure out who it is. So in Pasuk Lamaches we learned that Shaul gathers together all of the captains in charge of the soldiers. So Pasuk Lamates, he says now to the people, Kichai Hashem, I swear by the life of Hashem, I'm Mashiach Yisrael, who's the savior of Klai Yisrael. Kim Yashna Bi Kimais Thomas, that even if the Avera is found with my son Yainasan, he's going to be put to death. None of the people answered him. So why does he uh, uh, point out Yainasan? So Pashup Shat, Shaul had no idea that Yonasan was guilty of breaking the Shvua. He merely mentions Yonasan's name to say that he, to show how impartial he is, that it doesn't matter who's responsible, that person's going to be brought to justice, even if it was his own son. The Medrash gives another shot that Shaul understood that it had to be someone from Shevet Binyamin, because when he looked at the Urim Betumim, the stone of Binyamin was, was, um, was not radiating, was not, was not shining like the others, and so he realized that it was some avla in Shevet Binyamin, and so he picked out his son as an example of someone from Shevet Binyamin. Uh, the Al-Barbanel gives another pshat, and that is that Shaul knew that it was Yainasan, because the soldier who saw Yainasan eating and told Yainasan about his father Shvua, that soldier basically told Shaul about what Yainasan did. And so Shaul did not want to directly accuse Yainasan, but rather he wanted to put it out there that Yainasan might, even if Yainasan's guilty, he'll be put to death. He was hoping that the people would come to the defense of Yainasan, which is exactly what we will see is exactly what happened. So now, well, what, what, what about uh, Shaul putting Yainasan to death? Is this really something that you're Chayev Misa for? So again, that's something that we learned by the Ramban. The Ramban says that the king has the power to put a cheirem, and, and if the king's cheirem has the ability to make you chayiv misa, and he learns it out from the Pazza, that Pazza is talking about someone who's condemned, that you can't be redeemed, but he, we, the Ramban learns out from that Pazza, that, that the king has the ability to put a cheirem, and anyone who violates it can be put to death. Now, that servant gives another shot, and that is something that we see even nowadays, Lahavdil by, by the Gaish military. That is that if you have a soldier that's disobeying orders, he's executed because otherwise it could lead to a mutiny by other soldiers. So if you have a soldier that's acting out and they court-martial him, the penalties are a lot more severe than they normally would be in society because you want to prevent a mutiny of other soldiers. So then Pasuk Mem. So Shaul says to all of Kal Yisrael, we will cast lots. We'll start with two lotteries. One, with two, rather, two um, um, lots. You will be on one of the lots. You'll be on one side. And me and Yonason will be on the other lot. So the people told Shaul, do what is good in your eyes. So Shaul is, now, now he, Shaul is not following the way that Yeshua did it. Yeshua, if you remember, by I, when he was defeated, he started out with each Shevet, and he cast lots for each Shevet, and eventually narrowed it down to the family of Achan, who was the one that had stolen from Yerichai. And, and was responsible for, for the defeat by Ai. Over here, Shaul is doing it differently, either because he already knew it was Yonasan, he sort of wanted to speed up the process, or he was showing that it's, he's being impartial, that he and Yonasan are just as uh, capable of being selected by this, by this lottery as anyone else in Klai Yisrael. And yeah, if it had fallen on the rest of Klai Yisrael, then he would have followed the same way that Yoshua had done it. Uh, now, Shaul is including himself in addition to Yonasan, because he's also leaving over the possibility that it was his own failure to listen to Shmua by Gilgal, which was the reason for the Urim Betumim to be silent. That's the shot 
in the Abar Benel. So now we come to the next Pasuk, Pasuk Memalav. So Shol says a tefillah to Hashem, Yisrael. he says the God of Klai Yisrael, referring to Hashem's special love for Klai Yisrael, hoping that the Kliyaka says that he didn't want an innocent person here to be picked out by the lot. So Shol says, Hava summon that Hashem should produce a complete, a perfect verdict. In other words, it should be uh, without, without a flaw. Should be the right person, basically, should be found guilty. So, so the lot came out on Shal and Yonasan's lot, so the people were now excluded. So, after the first uh, choosing of the lottery, it fell out on Shal and Yonasan, and so the people now are excluded. They're not the ones responsible. So, Pasuk Membez, Shal said, Cast now a second lot between me and Yonasan between, between, between me and Yonasan, my son, and now Yonasan was single doubt, meaning that Yonasan now is uh, it's, it's, the lot is showing that Yonasan is the one responsible for the Yonasan of not answering. Now even though we learned that Yonasan did not hear Shaul putting the Shavuah on when he ate, he wasn't aware of the Shavuah but either he should have asked, he, in other words he should have noticed that nobody else was eating and asked why that was, or the other shot is that he himself said that he, even if he had known about the Shavuah he would have broken it anyway because as we saw he justified himself by saying that it would have been better to have eaten, even though there was a shvua, it would have been better to have eaten. The defeat of the shplishtim would have been even more complete. So pasuk mem gimel vayemeshol yonason shol says to yonason hagidali tell me measiso what have you done vayaged lo yonason so yonason told him vayemer and he says toyin tamti I tasted a bitzei amata by the edge of my stick asher biyadi was in my hand matavach a little bit of the the honey or the nectar hidden yamos behold. I am prepared to die. That is the Abarbanel's pshat, is that Yonason saying, and in the Yamas, I'm prepared to die. The Targum says that Yonason is saying, I deserve to die. And the Kliyakar says that, uh, that Yonason was simply saying, Amas, I will die. Meaning that Yonason is not going to fight the death sentence because even if Shaul is going to let him live, he's Chai of Misa and Akhandish Baruch Hu will, be, will, will take his life anyway. So therefore, even though Shaul, even though, I'm sorry, Yonason previously defended his behavior, now he accepts it because he was obviously divinely uh, decreed based on the lottery. The lottery proved that that was what Hashem wanted, him to be found guilty. That was the shot of the Malbim. One more pasuk. Shal says, So shall Hashem do. And even more, If I do not carry out my shvua, because my Thomas Yonason has to die. So Shaul here is condemning Yonason to death because he, even though Shaul potentially has the ability to forgive him, but... Uh, he sensed that since the Urim Vitumim itself is not responding, it's showing that Yonason did not only sin against Shaul, but he sinned against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that Hashem's message is that uh, Yonason deserves to be death, and so Shaul interpreted that as a sign based on the lots, and so therefore he, de- he, he felt, Shaul felt that he doesn't have the authority to forgive uh, Yonason since he was found guilty in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I will leave you off with one Sarach Ion, which uh, those of you who are interested can look into. This is the Rambam in Hilchah Sanhedrin, which is that Yonah's son here is being found guilty based on his own edus. And we know that uh, that a person should not be able to be put to death based on testimony about himself. However, the, the uh, Rambam talks about it, the same kasha comes up by Achan. When Achan admits his guilt to Yoshua, he's also put to death. And that is something that you'll have to do with Sarich Ionan on why exactly Yonah's son was capable of being put to death based on his own testimony.